0: Well, g'day everyone and welcome to All Talk with Jason Mike. Very nice to uh, have your company wherever you are. And I I suppose straight off the bat, Mike, uh, we need to address the elephant in the room, which is the fact that we didn't do a podcast last week. Um, Well, we can discuss that other issue later on at some point. Um, And I know uh, from the feedback that we got on the Insta and and various other locations that people were highly disappointed by the fact that we hadn't released one. And I was going to say that it was due to a technical issue, uh, a bit of a technical malfunction. But that would be a lie. Uh, The reality is that we couldn't be asked. We were very tired. We called it for that week. Uh, and so now uh, we're owning up to the fact that we didn't do a podcast last week and we'll do our best to get back on track today, mate.
1: Yeah, that's right. Um, that's funny because like a few seconds ago you said we'll say it was technical difficulties and then you immediately said, no, it wasn't technical difficulties, so we just didn't do it.
0: Yeah, well, I, I, um, I, I thought a lie would be good, but then it just didn't sit, didn't sit, cut, right. It didn't sit right in my body, Mike. And yeah. so I, I felt the best way was to be honest to our listeners out there and say, look, uh, on the Saturday, we finished the show that we were making. That's true. We were all completely knackered. Yeah, it was our plan um, to do the podcast on the Saturday, uh, but both of us made an executive decision. Yeah, um, that hey, let's just flag it this week, and uh, we'll move on and make sure that the upcoming ones are of an outstanding oh.
1: quality. It's a pity you've said that. Yeah, no, that's right. And and to be honest, I'd completely forgotten that we had to do a podcast because we started shooting that week on the Wednesday instead of a Monday. Yeah. And so I didn't know what day of the week it was by the time we got to Saturday. But, yeah, you looked at me and you said – what do you reckon about the podcast?
0: And that was all I needed, mate. Yeah. That was
1: the gap I wanted to slip through right there. Yes. I, was
0: out. I was out. You immediately went through that loophole. I saw the glint in your eyes. Yes. You see, I remember it the other way around. Oh, I remember. Right. I remember it being you saying to me, oh, Jesus, we've got to do this bloody podcast, mate. Oh. What do you reckon? And then I had a glint in my eye and oh. said, I saw the loophole and just dove straight right. in there, mate. Straight well, in. you, you tune me up a bit on that, that device? And there? we
1: felt really bad about it, didn't we? We did. Um. You know, the both of us. Can I can, can I just follow? say... How are you feeling? You feeling good there?
0: Yeah, I'm feeling good. That's better. Yeah. Uh, can I just say that actually that night I went home and I tossed and I turned, mate. Oh, did Such you? Such was my guilt, guilt about the fact that we hadn't done the podcast. I know Tim, our producer, was on the other end waiting, waiting, waiting for us to come through to him. And it never happened, mate. And uh, I apologise to Tim for that as well because he loves working on our podcast. I know that much. He, he, he sits there every Friday, Saturday waiting for it to come through. Yeah, that's right.
1: No, I did I did actually feel bad about it because that's like the week before we'd done it and it felt like we were even more rooted that week. Yeah. Um. And then, yeah, no, I wish we had done it, but we didn't. And so I think the thing is, Josh, you can't beat yourself up too much about no. it, mate. Uh, you know, if – if this was a situation where we'd received a letter asking for advice, I'd say, "Look, guys, don't beat yourselves up too much. You give and you give and you give, you know." And this was an occasion where you had an opportunity to take a little bit back for yourselves, you know, recharge your batteries. So sure, you know, I think all square. And, and you know, there were messages that came through. Like I had a text message from a mate: "Are you guys all right? Yeah, I, yeah. No, literally, are you okay?" everything okay because a podcast so his indicator of whether um, there's been a tragedy in my family or not is whether or not a the uh, podcast has come through
0: yeah, yeah big call cool. well we got another one uh, from Sarah on the Insta and she said where is Sunday's podcast lads I have three kids I'm studying full time and the one thing I have to look forward to on a Sunday didn't arrive worse than the time they took Coronation Street away and aired the Olympics can you rectify this please well, uh, uh, can I just make an observation there, Sarah? I've, it's interesting that someone that enjoys Coronation Street for me also enjoys our podcast.
1: Yeah, I'd um,
0: agree with that. Don't don't get me wrong. I think Coronation Sh- uh, Street is a fantastic show. Oh yeah, um, you know for what it was is um, and is and continues to be. I I just I just find it interesting that someone that would be a a st- staunch watcher of Coronation Street would also coincidentally listen to our podcast. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree with you there.
1: Um, I mean, it must be the high drama that they're into. Mm. You know, the uh, the uh, twists and turns. Yeah, I'm not too sure, actually. But also has got three kids, um, which would be good, and studying full-time. Yeah. Uh, no mention of a husband in there, was there? No, just not got, that I could see. got the kids. We've got three kids and studying full-time. So, so. Maybe,
0: maybe we are a – can I – Suggest this a de facto male presence oh, in the household. Yeah, you know, maybe a positive influence in the household, and we're sort of father figures to her kids. Yeah, that well, was, that's what I was wondering. I mean, I wonder if she actually plays the podcast to her kids.
1: Yeah, I'd say so. While well, she goes out on the piss and tries to hook up with dudes, right? Right. You, you guys hang. You guys hang out with your dads. Yes. And um, I'm just
0: Jason popping Mike out, popping out for a route. Um Well, it's interesting too because. I've never considered. Do we put a rating on our podcast? Are, are you required to no. put ratings on your podcast? The Internet's the wild west, man. Okay. Yeah, yeah. This isn't the dark web that we're putting this on, is it? Oh, it might make its way over there. Actually, right. It could okay. Be huge on the dark
1: web. I don't know. I think places like um, if you're part of a stable, they might have some ratings. But we're we're solo traders, man. Okay. You know, so we can do whatever we want.
0: Okay, that's great.
1: Including take a week off without any repercussions whatsoever, except disappointment. From well, that's the beauty,
0: Mike, of being your own boss. It is. Um, you just say, look, um, I can't be asked this week. We're going to flag it. I'm going to just chill out for a while, and then we'll come back. And if anyone's got a problem with that, we'll write us a letter and tell us so. That's right. Um, speaking of the dark web, have you ever been on the dark web? I have, actually. Seriously? I have, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, once,
1: it uh, must be, pff, should have been close to 20 years ago now, but it was... Um, Has it been
0: going on that long?
1: Oh, longer, I think. Okay. Uh, But they say 80 to 90% of what happens on on the internet happens on the dark web. Can you imagine that? So think about all the shit that all all the people in the world are doing, but even still, that only makes up a tiny percentage of what goes on on the the internet. The majority of it is happening on the dark web. Wow. Yeah, really interesting. So I got on there because I'd read an article about it or something, and it said that you could go on, you have to get this um, particular… Um, sort of web browsery thing, you have to download it, which means you're untraceable. And you can go on there and you can buy fucking guns and grenades and whatever you like and drugs and all that shit. And I thought, well, I'm going to have a look at that. Because I could do with a slave around the house. You know, what I wanted to get into was human
0: trafficking. Right, okay. Um, and I was finding it really… Sort of really... the Matt Gaetz scenario. I don't know if you… Well, not so much No, that. okay, well, more, good. More good, just to help me with the,
1: uh, the dishes. Right. that sort of thing. I wanted to take on an intern, but at that time I was essentially an intern. Uh, you know, I was a runner. So I couldn't really be bothered, so.
0: You're thinking more of a sort of home economics intern.
1: Yeah, essentially, yeah. You know. And, dishes and, and yeah. sheets and,
0: yeah. All that sort of stuff. Yeah, totally. Yeah, look, I'm not opposed to that. Um, well, it's interesting is that I've never been on the dark web. Right. Uh, it's beyond my technological means, as mm. you could probably understand, yes. Mike. And, uh, you know, um, but but my vibe – if I can call it that, is that it's uh, there's a lot of untoward activity on the dark web. There is the, the selling of guns, the selling of drugs, yes. the um, the trafficking of various things. Yes. Um, so, I, to be honest with you, mate, I've got no interest on the dark web, right? Um, but which is interesting because you say you buy this thing and it become you become untraceable. Uh huh. Um, so surely the FBI and those sort of organisations must be must have a big presence in there. Surely you can't be untraceable. Well, you'd,
1: you'd say so, but then you just have to be buying directly from the FBI, and then I think it would become a matter of entrapment. Right? So they can't offer things for sale unless they're actually going to come through, because it's, you know the consumer, as you know, consumer magazine in New Zealand holds a lot of power. Does it? Or more than the FBI? Right. So if they start, you know, offering um, big rocks of crack you know at really competitive prices the fbi the fbi yeah. and then you know all you get is arrested well i'm sorry but the consumer consumer rights magazine in new zealand is not going to stand for that
0: the customer is always right that's right exactly you know, and uh, yeah, I, I think the FBI would struggle to have a compelling case in that scenario. Well, yeah, absolutely. And so, yeah, no, it's been good. And I got
1: you know I got heroin and all sorts of stuff on there. Me. I mean, I went through some pretty dark days. Yes. Um,
0: well, you've got that – and you made this observation while we were filming that you've got a kind of heavy drug-using vibe in yeah. terms of your looks. I mean, I wouldn't agree with that. I, I, I think you're a very handsome Healthy looking man, but your vibe, which is so often the case when one watches oneself on the screen, is to say, I look like a massive, massive drug addict.
1: Yeah, I Um, don't remember saying that, but it's probably true. You know, after you've been.
0: We were uh, having a durry just out the back there. Right. And you came out and you said, I've just been watching some of the (laughs) things. And you said, (laughs) My God, I look like a massive, massive drug addict. It
1: is funny from scene to scene, you actually look like a Jim Henson character or like you've come out of Weta Workshop. Or that you've spent, you know, six hours in the makeup chair making it, you know, seem as though you've you've been on heroin for seven years and you're sweating and you uh, you know, you've got black rings around your eyes and all that shit. But no no, I've just I've just woke this is how I look. Yeah. This'll this'll be the best I've looked that day.
0: Well I remember I was watching a couple of clip, uh, clips of the show and I said, Is that what I actually look like? Yeah. And interestingly, I don't know if you know this, a couple of the ladies at the production office. Um, they came up to me and they said, "I look like Don Johnson." Oh. they said, "You look exactly like Don Johnson." But which version? Well, the the sixties, you know, the sixty year old version. Oh yeah, yeah. You know when he was. You're not You ever- know, you know when you sort of age and and you get that kind of um, hangdog, saggy <laughs> face kind of look. Um, <laughs> but but you know who I've been compared to the most in my career. Oh
1: God, that
0: Jackie Chan. Oh. <laughs> but but not not in the Asian sense. But so many people have said to me, "You look so much like Jackie, like the European Jackie Chan." Right. And even my wife agrees with that, and oh. my children agree with that. They said, "Yeah, you really do look right. like
1: Jackie Chan." Well, your face is just obscured from the by this microphone. But I look forward to uh, yeah. we'll to have a look. That. Well, at the moment, it looks like you've got a mask on because I'm just looking at you between the bars of your uh of your yes. you looks like like the Lone Ranger or something. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Okay, well I'm look I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, no, you're right. It is interesting the getting older thing. And you sort of you start looking at yourself and um particularly on screen I guess and you see you go, fucking hell. Yeah. It's starting to fall apart. You think, oh well, you know, it's right, you eat properly, you get your sleep and you'll be alright. But that's not true because I've never seen an eighty year
0: old that doesn't look like an 80-year-old, yes. give or take, you know what I mean?
1: Well, unless, It is going to fall apart.
0: Unless they're an American, they've got themselves stretched and pulled in all directions. That's you know, right. W- with things injected into them. But I don't think you and I, are the, and Kiwis in general, actually, are the type of characters to do that kind of carry-on. No, There's um, something very uh, warming about accepting who and what you are, Mike. No, that's right. And if you're an old man, you're an old man. Well, yes. I
1: mean, I, I look forward to seeing. I mean, if this is how I look now, how am I going to look in fucking 20 years? I mean, Horrific. I know. Brutal. I mean, I'm never going to look this good. And that's a harrowing, harrowing thought to know that this is as good as it gets. Yeah. Um, yeah. But that's aging, guys. Something to look forward to for all of us.
0: There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. I'm enjoying ageing, actually, Mm. to be honest. But let's get into some of the advice, and I believe we're going to have a bit of pet chat with Jason Mike.
1: You beauty. Love a bit of pet chat. Hi, Jason and Michael. Oh, Michael. Is that your actual name? Yeah. Oh, good. It is, yeah, yeah. I hope this DM finds you well. I rescued a large dog from a dodgy farmer who used to beat him and starve him and whatnot, and the dog has been marvellous with me and my flatmates. The problems start when we leave the house or a stranger tries to pet the dog. He is very fluffy, so looks lovely to Pat, but he doesn't trust strangers at all due to his past experience, so he often snaps at people if they get too close. How can I address this? I would hate for my dog to bite someone while I'm not home. He's such a good dog in every other way. Advice would be appreciated greatly. Thanks, fellas. P.S. I don't think we'll get into that. And uh, that's cheers, Uh, NASCAR over the Insta.
0: I'm just going to check what the PS was now. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. No, fair enough. We'll leave that <laughs> bit out. Um, interesting one, isn't it, Mike? Obviously, um, the dog has, tra- had, has had a traumatized life. And often, you know, uh, my wife and I have uh, adopted dogs that have, you know, that have been abused right. or whatever um, from various dog rescue places. Because it's good
1: when they've been ab- abused because you know when you bring them into the house and the treatment you're going to give them that they know how to keep their fucking mouth shut.
0: Well, yeah. And uh, what was the name of the place? Canine Rescue. Oh. Yeah, yeah. And we've adopted a couple of dogs like that. And so they are traumatized and so they do have trust issues. Um... They do. I
1: mean, we got our first dog, uh, you know, from a – it was just SPC, I think, SPCA. And uh, you know, once they've been through that experience, we, we called our dog Flinchy.
0: Yes, because you go to move and they do that cower, yeah, cower cow yeah, in yeah. the corner. You know, which yeah. is really, you know, when you're
1: a kid, that's that's funny. Yes. Um. So you know, we're sort of chucking out hackers and all sorts of thing, and oh, Flinchy is, you know, it's flinching. Amazing how, it's amazing how small they can get. Oh in yes. a corner. You know, once you get them a flinching.
0: Well, the first dog that I ever adopted, uh, adopted was with an ex-partner. Right. And it was a canine rescue. You were current dog. partners at that point. That we were current partners yeah, yeah. at the time that we adopted this particular dog and sh- and and he was so traumatized your partner no h- him my partner was a female at that point oh. um that Pre-op. Pre-op. When, when you when you approached the dog it would literally cower and urinate oh yeah that's how traumatized yeah. radar was um uh, but he eventually grew into a robust and healthy and right. happy dog and then died of a heart attack on a farm after we adopted him out. Oh, really? Because we, we moved somewhere, so we wasn't fair on poor old Radar to have him stay where we were staying because there was nowhere for him to run. He had a heart attack. Yeah, that's rare. Yeah, it and is. It sounds apparently he was just running in the. Oh, well, he was quite old. Right. He was running in the phone, ah, which is probably what's going to happen to me. But except I won't be running.
1: I mean, it seems unlikely, doesn't it, that um, that they'd know the cause of death?
0: Yeah. That seems the sort of thing. I, I did find. often did wonder they, did, did about Did they do that. an autopsy?
1: I don't, I don't think a farmer would give a shit. No.
0: Um, Actually, you know, and I must admit there's been times where I've gone, how did they know that Radar had a heart attack?
1: Yeah, was the heart attacked by a
0: bullet? It could well have been now. Yeah. It's like that. I remember we we once had a lovely little rabbit. Oh. I shouldn't really say this. Oh, I look forward to this. Um, that a Fed friend, it to Radar. This is... A friend gave one of our daughters a baby rabbit for her birthday. And we were like, thanks, mate. (laughs) Good on you. Is this a mate mate that I know? No. And, of course, we were like, oh, well, that's great because we can't just – chuck the baby, well, I mean, we could have, but we didn't, chuck the baby rabbit up. There's no way our young daughter was going to give her a cute baby rabbit. So then when we had to go and buy a bloody rabbit hutch, hutch and yeah. all that shit. Yeah. It was like, oh, good one. Thanks yeah. so much for doing that, yeah. you pain in the ass. Yeah, I mean, S-O-B. there's
1: a lot of expense that comes with a rabbit. Yes, uh, pallets
0: and hay and Jesus, all that sort of carry on. But anyway, we had that rabbit for several years. And then one day we came out and we'd just moved to another property and it's horrific, but the rabbit wasn't there, Mike, in the hutch. But what was there was where a large animal had dug dug under said hutch and the rabbit was taken from us. Mm. Any a bit p- of, bits and pieces? Well, there was a bit of fur. Oh yeah, fur. A bit of fur in the in the actual hutch. Yeah. But that was it. And then our daughter came out to feed said rabbit and went, "Where's my rabbit gone We were like, "Oh, oh, you know what? She's dug her way out oh. and run off to be free."
1: Yeah,
0: that is so beautiful. Oh yeah. We didn't want to tell her the horrific truth, which was it would have been savagely killed by a mongrel dog somewhere in the neighbourhood. Eaten alive. Eaten alive. So
1: rather than going down the track of it was eaten alive, you've gone down the – it didn't love you enough to stay route.
0: (laughs) Well, (laughs) yes. But I don't think she had the emotional sophistication at that point, Mike. Oh, that's good. To understand that. So I think the fact that we said that she'd got free and was living in probably the park down the road, she was like, oh, that's great.
1: Yeah, and you sort of, I, I imagine a little um, film, you know, shot from the point of view of the rabbit.
0: Yes. You know, the rabbit's,
1: um, God, he's really hit pay dirt here. He's moved into this place, been given to a lovely little girl. They've built him a hutch. There's hay, pellets, all sorts. He's getting fed every day. Yes. Lovely, sweet, Quite a fat rabbit, warm, actually. warm blankets and all sorts. Of, I mean, sure, it's not running free, but in terms of imprisonment, it's pretty good. And you got a lovely warm blanket, and then all of a sudden one night you hear a little noise. See, it's a snuffling. There's a sort of a sniffing sound, mm. but that's weird for this time of night. So you go out and have a look. Nothing, but then you hear a a vigorous, a vigorous, uh, and a snuffling. And a, yeah, you know, and uh, almost a, a growling, low growl. Yeah, and then you go out. You pop out. You pop your nose outside your front door. Yes, and you just look across the lawn, and then you see under the f- your front fence, these fucking humongous paws. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine, Jace, if you heard that and you yes. went outside your front door and, there's, and, there's and these saw huge paws.
0: Humongous and great big jaws the size of a car. With drool saliva dripping down the sides. Yeah. It'd be pretty terrifying. Oh, it'd be scary. Yeah.
1: Um, and you've got really high fences at your place and there's no escape except out the front gate, but... Unfortunately, your you, you, your front fence just keeps on getting chewed up by these massive jaws and humongous paws, um, and and you're sort of cornered in the front veranda, just trying to stay away. Yes, but the inevitable happens, and you get fucking chewed up, chewed up, yeah,
0: spat out, yeah. And then
1: you know the or family the family me. comes home. It's like, where's Jace? And they go, oh, well, look, he's managed to claw his way out. <laughs> he's gone off and he's lived a happy life. A happy somewhere.
0: life in a paddock somewhere. <laughs> yeah. You know, and they, and they would have been going, What's all these tufts of hair that are just lying around everywhere? Little, yeah. is that a toe? <laughs> is that a toe? But anyway, he's gone to live in his own happy land. Um, but getting back to the question at hand, yeah, it is, it is a troublesome one because we gave advice out pet wise very early on in our um, podcast, Mike, about. Uh, another troublesome dog that was biting and barking. I can't remember what yeah. the name of that dog was. And they, I can't remember. Was what it that was, that Rottweiler? It was a rottweiler the, the Was guy it? Had the oh no! They they tied their dog up by oh, the tree, yeah. and the and the dog got eaten by a Rottweiler That's next, right. Next door. That's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. The next door. That was sad, wasn't it? Yeah, it was really sad. Felt quite bad about that, actually.
1: Yeah, well, technically it was our fault as a result of the advice we gave, wasn't it? Which yes. was, you know,
0: we were responsible for the death of that particular fluffy. Fluffy, that's what it was yeah. 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 Fluffy got They're eaten a by of... a wheeler. on a, on our advice. Um, look, put her inside, lock the doors when you go out. Oh, you, now yeah, that's yeah, right. you'll, you'll have to, you'll have to, you know, deal with the. I forgot about the, the question. Well, I rescued a
1: large dog. I rescued a large dog from a dodgy farmer who used to beat him. Yeah, so that's – and starving your dog's not cool, man. So good on you for for rescuing the dog in the first place. Um, and you're saying that, this do, you know, problems start when you leave the house or a stranger tries to pet the dog. He's very fluffy, a large, fluffy dog. Let me just say, you know, right away my instinct is, you know, just have him shot. The dog? The, the dog, yeah. Because right. a large, fluffy – it's probably a, a poodle. Yeah. One of those big poodles, and I – I I'll be honest with you. I've got no time for a poodle, and the bigger it is, the less
0: time I've got for it. Look, I'm in total agreement with you there. And my dog, incidentally, hates poodles. Right. She goes. I'm not lying. She yeah. goes nuts yeah. when she sees poodles. They're an abomination. They are, and a disgusting dog. And and I'm with you as well when you say the bigger the poodle, the more heinous it is. As far as okay. I'm, well, you know, and then you get the labradoodles. And that's just that's just a freak of nature. Yeah, it is disgusting. Yeah, but, and, the, um, and the white ones always seem to somehow have shit
1: sprayed all over the back of their legs. Yeah, yeah, they're really brown. Yeah, back they leg.
0: look like they have that colouring of like an eighty year old smoker on their fingers. Thank you. You know, and um, but I, can I just take issue with the shooting aspect? I mean, there's more humane ways sure. of dealing. Mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, you know, I sh- sure. I know my. No, I won't go there. But um, but there's more humane. But look, it's a problem. I-, I think just euthanize. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, or euthanize.
1: One, well, one of the ways you can you can do it, which is pretty humane, is you know we've got a dog, a cat door at our place, and our dog, fortunately, is small enough that it can fit through the cat door, which is yes. really good. But some places have to put um, you know the actual dog door. In. But a great big ugly fucking poodle like this guy's got, it's probably not going to work. So if you've got a cat door. Um, what do I do is I, you know. Are
0: we talking about killing dogs here?
1: No, euthanise. Oh, oh, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you, you're standing outside on your front porch and you open up the cat door and you go, um, come here. There's no name here but um, Poodle. Flinchy. And, uh, Flinchy, thank you. And then uh, you put a sausage down or outside on the front step and then, you know, Flinchy comes through, sticks its head through the cat door and you're waiting there with your Excalibur cricket bat and thwack, 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 thwack,
0: Have you ever thought of getting like some support or help for some of the issues that you have with regards to animals? Because you know i i made the um, i made the point that shooting a dog. Um, was, was a pretty harsh way of going. And you said, oh, no, no, you wouldn't do that. I'll beat it to death with a cricket bat. You know, I think there's some real issues that you need to be addressing. Uh, but – or just keep it inside. Oh, yeah. I mean, you could keep it inside. Well, look, yeah. I mean, I mean that's an option.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, but what he's saying here is, how can I address this? Oh, I would hate for my dog to bite someone while I'm not home. He's such a good dog in every other way. Well, how many other ways does a dog need to be good? I mean, I think the only way a dog needs to be good is, one, don't bite people. Yes. And, two, don't shit or piss in the house. Yes. And that's all you're really asking for from a dog. One, one thing I'm asking from my dog at the moment is to stop snoring, and that's just not happening.
0: My God, my dog snores like a Absolute bastard! Oh, it's, God, yeah. it's just you know. We'll and it's happening more and more of, and uh, more the older they get. Yeah, we'll be watching a movie and there'll be just horrendous <laughs> chainsaw going on in the background. So what the hell's oh it's Rue. So we have to wake her up. Yeah. Like oh, Dad, does your your dog's never slept in your room? No, she doesn't. But she. She comes in in the morning, yeah, and jumps on the bed, and yeah. she's quite a large dog, yes, and wakes us up, which what? annoys the shit out of me. Or, or and it's usually because she wants to go for wheeze. Yeah, you know what I mean. But that's
1: good. That's that's a good trait. Well, it is to uh, wake, but... rather than just going for a wee in the corner. And or,
0: then... or she won't. She won't jump on the bed. She'll just stand by the side of the bed and whine.
1: Right, are oh, you?
0: Yeah. <laughs> 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 and it's like, oh, for fuck's sake. My right. missus does that. Does she? Yeah. When she needs to wee. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Um
1: Yeah, I mean, um Yeah, it's I mean, yeah. It's a tough situation because a dog that bites people, although you're saying it just snaps. And a snappy dog is generally a dog that won't bite anyone. Well we had a dog that used to um, snap at us, flinchy. Um, you know, it got quite brave in the end, um, actually. And, um, yeah, he actually he attacked my brother so badly that my brother's um, forearm, he was amputated from the forearm down. Seriously? Yeah, 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 yeah. Really, um, really got him good, actually. And that was a good lesson to me, actually, with the teasing of dogs uh, that try and keep it to a minimum if you can. Um, but also sort of gave me this thing where, you know, these sort of ideas about beating dogs to death with cricket bats comes in. I think I think that's where that might be born from. Right, I okay. Mean. So it's a childhood issue. Yeah, I think so. So sort of, you know, the way that Flinchy's got issues from being a puppy and and this poodle here's got an issue from the farmer that used to starve him.
0: Oh, I think I've got issues from when Flinchy attacked my brother. Right, okay. You know? Well, that makes sense mm. uh, because if you didn't have that trauma to fall back on... Yeah. I would have some serious concerns about you.
1: Sure.
0: So that makes sense to me now. That 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 that's where you're coming from. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I think we've addressed that. What do you think? Yeah, I think so, mate. I mean, you've I mean, got a. I mean, look, it, for God's you've, sake. you've
1: got a you've got a dog that is, uh, you know, a bit shit. Um. You know, if it's trying to bite people in there, actually, you can get them trained now. You know, you should put some money into it so it's not trying. If you're actually worried about it. Um, then either give it back to that farmer and he'll sort it out in no time flat, um, or you can get a, an actual dog trainer. Um,
0: that, Cost a bomb though. Oh, uh, not worth it. Yeah. So you know, I
1: no. Nah. Especially when you got your cricket
0: bat hanging up in the garage. I mean, what, what you hang your
1: cricket bat? Well, yeah.
0: How do you do that? Well, it's
1: over the. It's sort of um, across.
0: Oh, so it's on. A, it's on like a horizontal. Yeah.
1: Thank you. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well there you go and um I'm, I'm, i i just want to make an apology to the people out there that were traumatized by Mike's um brutality. Oh. Um but I th- but no, but having said that, I think that w- we found the genesis of of that trauma. Yeah. Uh given that your brother lost his arm to flinchy the dog. Yeah. And so I can understand now where you're coming from in terms of the horrendous attitude you have towards dogs. Right. Um but listen Thanks so much for listening. Make sure that you keep sending in those letters because we need those, don't we, Mike, we in do. order to be able to do our job, which is to make a co- a podcast to send to you. you know, And and the reality is if you don't, we can't. Exactly. And right. then we won't have a podcast, and then we'll, we'll be getting letters about the fact that we didn't do a podcast. Exactly right. Which is the, their, their fault yeah, in, your, in the bloody first exactly. place. Lift your game. Lift your game, listeners. Lift your bloody game. But uh, we'll be back, of course, next week. You're off to Wellington soon too, aren't you? Yeah, mate. So we're gonna to have to work something out there. Yeah. Um
1: yeah.
0: but we we will. Don't you worry about it. Mike and myself, look after yourselves and we'll see you next time. Kakito.